and this is the Cornbell Cowboy, the one called Manders, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Woo! Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name You wanna go where you can see That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers Where everybody knows your name Especially when you are Tyler's dad This is Wrestling Cheers Nobody knows his name (laughs) It's Dwight, what do you mean? His name is Dwight (laughs) Uh, yeah, we're, we're, this is obviously being kept in. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going <laughs> on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows. We review shows. And sometimes we even have interviews along the way. We are continuing with the new format introduction where we will be talking about AIW as a whole. I am your host. I am Justin Summers. And you already know who's on the panel right now. But we'll, we'll, we'll get back to them uh, real shortly. Uh, wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Training Topics Network, Midwest Territory. And that's it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to every listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, DesireWrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is a discussion about AIW, and this is not... Pod Van Dam, but we have both Ed from Pod Van Dam and making his return for a lengthy absence. We have Pat. Ooh, yeah. What's up? How you guys? Uh, how you guys doing? It's a lot. To, I know I haven't been around, but it's a lot. We record a bunch of stuff, man. There's, some, you know, sometimes you can only talk into a microphone for so much. You know, nobody wants to hear me that much. You know. Well, then with you, you have the you know responsibility of a. Uh, a young a young child right now and yep because like we haven't i don't think we've really talked about like um you basically stepped away from doing this which was fine i said like you always have a door um open and invite open just let me know and we'll work shit out and um luckily this well luckily unluckily wherever you want to look at it uh you're here not that you're here but just the reason why you're here because well some most people ain't doing shit yep yeah, I get the baby to bed, and I uh, got a little time, so, you know, here I am, popped in. How about you, Ed? Uh, uh, hi. He's still doing stuff, like a psychopath. Yeah, man. Not because I want to. They're make their... I True. got to. I, I got know. to. He's I essential. I... Uh-huh. Jonah's with us here in spirit, because, uh, like, every time I record, I eat a little bit of his hair, so he's always with me. What did you just say? You eat <laughs> some of his hair? <laughs> I, I That's thought, fucked up, man. I thought, I thought you were going to say he's <laughs> he here. He gives but... it to me. It was his idea. Oh, so he knows about it? If he yeah. knows, that it's not as weird. I don't know. It's still kind of weird. Who eats, who eats hair? I mean, Jonah we don't... said, listen, the first show Jonah was the producer on, before he left, he fed me his hair like a baby bird and told me this is so I'm always with you. Wait a minute. Like, so he ate his own hair first 
And he then, put it in his mouth and then he spit it into my mouth. Yeah, I don't think that birds necessarily eat it. They just chew it up and then spit it. Okay. Didn't they don't like puke it? I don't think, right? Or do they barf it up into the back? I think they barf it up. Birds are cool. No, no, wait. They just chew it up. That's some punk shit to fucking chew up food and then barf it into someone else's mouth. That's pretty punk, dude. Well, I mean, if birds were real, it'd be cool. But... And birds just shit on the ground. Like birds are the birds the most punk animal? No, oh, God, no. Raccoons What's the... are. Raccoons are pretty punk. That's They're cool. nocturnal. They eat trash. That's very true. Yeah, good call. They shit on the ground too. <laughs> they shit in the air, just like right. Gigi out. Well, my bad. I kind of derailed us there. <laughs> I I expect nothing less with Ed here. So, but um, what are we here to talk about? The Bitcoin boys. Whoa, they'll they'll probably be talked about. You're here. True. True. <sighs> You, uh, what are you doing, what are you doing over there? I think what? What are you doing over there? Fixing a fish tank. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. So. That. <laughs> I was wondering how your fish tank was doing. It's fixed. For now. Those things are always needing repair, though. That's the problem. Always at the wrong times, too. You know what I mean? I swear, nowadays, though, if you start, uh, you're, fi- you're fixing a fish tank, people might think you have the Rona. <laughs> that is like true. That. I, don't, I don't want that. Confuse it with fish tank, fish tankitis, and the Rona. You don't want that. Dude, the last thing I want to get is coronavirus just because, like, then you and Jonah can drop, like, and I told you so on me. And I Jonah has me scared that we're all going to get it. Like, eventually, everyone is just going to have it, and that's the only way this thing is going away in, like, Christmas. When eventually, finally, the last person gets it, and then, that, then that's it. It's on Christmas morning when the last person gets coronavirus. Yep. That's that's baby Jesus's present to everyone on Christmas morning. No more. That's that's my least favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Who's going to be the last person that we know that has it? (sighs) Me and Jonah, because neither of us are leaving our fucking houses. (laughs) I I was going to kind of go with Levi Everett because he's Amish. But no, man, let me tell you about the Amish. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Hold on, though. There's one problem about Levi. He did shake a lot of hands before all this started. So, yeah, but that's not necessarily he could be, you know, wash your hands, yada, yada. But I mean, the Amish, don't they live in houses with like 16 people in one house? Dude, listen, I went to get ice cream yesterday from the ice cream place across the street, and there was a group of Amish people, and they were just all standing in a big group together, and none of them were six feet apart. They're all yeah, going to get it. That's my point. They all live together, so the six feet apart thing doesn't matter for them, because they're all in closed quarters anyways. I've seen this joke online, so I'm not taking credit for it, but it is something I wonder, has anybody told the Amish? Yeah, I mean, they read news and stuff, for sure. They get they get information when on like job sites and shit. The radio's on and shit. Maybe. Uh and- I mean like they're not controlling the radio. Like he's not like, yeah, you know, hey, Jebediah, put on the buzzard. Like but other guys <laughs> that are not Amish guys working on the stuff that Amish guys do have radios and shit. I've been I've been on a construction site or two. It happens. Ed, next time. The Amish are aware of power is what I'm trying to say. They're aware of electricity and whatnot. They just don't command it. Ed, and the next time they show up across the street, go ask them. Yeah, why oh, don't we man. Good you, point. No, because you try to talk to them, and then they speak Dutch at you, and they act like they can't speak English. And they just yell it English. out your window. Hey! Hey, you! <laughs> They'll just act like they don't know what I'm saying. No, that'll be it. Record it. That'll make it for good content. <laughs> Bring your Bible with you, and I think they'll they'll have put their shields down, put the defenses. Dude, I know they will. They will not. 
there's listen, they just won't. It's a closed society. I'm not allowed in it. I can't even grow a proper beard. Huh. It's bad. You know, same. Mine is too. It's okay. Mine is too, and I I look Amish sometimes. Fair enough. All right. Um end of the Pod Van Dam portion of this episode before we get into the cesspool. <laughs> before we get into the cesspool. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> hit the button hit the button, sudden death. <laughs> uh I don't have a green button. So oh, you want one though too. We were talking about that earlier. I do. It's a nice piece of equipment. Fifty dollars a month, I can get a payment plan. They, I want to say they did have a payment thing, but I mean, I don't know. There is one. Uh, I know one uh, where I bought my H six. They do a payment plan. I could do the smallest one is divided up over a year. Okay, it's like fifty bucks, and it's like, mm, do I want it? I want it that bad? I mean, I do. I do. <laughs> you would use it like i said internet peer pressure is real and they don't have to tell you to get it it's just when friends get it and they're like look and you go yeah i, I see i fucking want it <laughs> anyway uh we're going into the aiw topics that we've been doing the past two weeks and let's start with ed with the beginning uh, of the questions ed what was your introduction to aiw uh, well, my initial introduction to AIW was them uh, handing me fucking flyers to throw away after like 2006 <laughs> Raws in Cleveland, right? Because I yes. wasn't, I was just like, nah, I'm not, I, I don't really, I can't imagine driving up here for an indie show. So like, I just literally ignored Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, man. I remember Interesting. like. Interesting. Yeah. Starless, I think, was like on their roster. <laughs> like, why am I remembering Starless? Um, But. Uh, I started paying attention when uh, Ultramantis Black won the Absolute title because I listened to this podcast, Pro Wrestling Ponderings, and they just talked about a lot of indie wrestling. And uh, then I started paying attention to AEW. And my first uh, – no, we're not doing first show yet, right? It's just – Just what was your introduction? Yeah. So it would have been it would have been Pro Wrestling Ponderings and then like Ethan Page being on Aubrey Citizen's podcast and like talking about AIW. See, because for me, my intro was my first show. It was basically the same thing. Um, okay, well, Jonah, okay. like I said earlier, uh, you know, other guy from Podband and producer Jonah knew that I liked wrestling um, and was a wrestling fan. And he was like, oh, you got to go to this thing with me. And it was my first show. That was, you know, he told me like two days prior or something. It was like he told me on like a Wednesday for a Friday show. And I was like, all right. And we went. So I didn't really have any introduction as far as that. I, just my first show was my first introduction. And no build up what, whatsoever to it. Just like we're going. Okay. No. Yeah. He's like, you, we should go to this. There's this thing this weekend. It actually, so was it would have been a Saturday because the Friday night, night one was uh, Friday. Saturday was night two. We went to, I went to the Saturday show. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think he even t- was just told me the day about it. He told me Friday. He's like, oh, I can't go Friday for this one. Do you want to go tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. I, so I think I only had like a day. He would know maybe better. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but it wasn't far. Maybe a day or so prior. He was like, hey, let's go to this thing. And I was like, yeah, I like wrestling. Let's go. And look how far this has come for you. <laughs> well, so to give it to kind of explain even further, I guess when he did intro it to me, when he texted me or whatever about it, he said, you know, it's it's a wrestling thing, but it's like smaller. You know, it's in a gym. He goes and, they, and he kind of sold me on it. You know, they got, you know, PBR and stuff and, and pizza. You know, you get, it's like a small, intimate setting because i'm a music you know i go to shows stuff like that and i'd much rather go see a band at like the grog shop as opposed to like you know the queue 
So it was kind of a based it like that. It's like going to see a smaller band. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. You know, $2 PBRs and fucking Angelos and wrestling. Let's go. And it ended up being a fucking incredible card. Especially with it being a, a tournament. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, Pam and Stacy. Then me and night two of jail, at least that was a yearly show. But still the, the tag tournament, even though we've only had it twice, at least the one you went to was two days. So yeah. for most people it was spread out, but you got uh the bulk of the tournament yeah so i didn't see the infamous um lucky 13 eric ryan versus the headhunters match because that was night one i believe yeah i do believe that was night one but night two i didn't really he didn't really explain to me i guess maybe he did and i just didn't get it like oh it was a tag tournament or whatever but by the third match i kind of kind of figured it out and i was like oh, okay this is pretty sick and that was a weird way i guess that was a Kind of was a cool way to have it be my first indie show because there was something at the end of the show like that we looked not looked forward to, but that like that was the goal. Like obviously the winner of that show was like the, the you know, the tournament champion as opposed to just a regular card where, you know, each match is, is either a one off or, you know, maybe for a belt or whatever. But, you know, this being my first show, being at a tournament, it was much easier to like stay locked in the whole time. It wasn't even just that they won the tournament. If, if I'm correct, they became the new AIW tag team champions, which were new belts on top of that. Right. Which, yeah, they were four belts. Yeah, obviously. But you, you, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Like there yeah. was something, I don't know. It was just cool that there was like something we were leading to. Like, I don't know. It was sweet. I liked it. And those belts were pretty. I still love them. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it sucked because I remember wanting to root. I was rooting for the fuckets and they did not win. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> But it was still cool to see, like, you know, like other people. Um, I don't know. I don't. I guess I remember it being like kind of. Maybe it was split. I know a lot of people wanted Fuckets to win, but you know, Gringo Loco and Steve Payne. Some people like them. Crazy Payne. I was in the Fuckets camp, and they yeah, were. Yeah, most were, people were. They were also the team that won the original tournament. Okay. Which uh, I didn't want them to win that one. I wanted it. I think to be the submission squad. But fuck, it's one was it was great. They had a I think a pretty decent title run, and then we had the second one, and they had just returned like I think right before that or right around that time because they're a team like much where we're at right now with them. They kind of dis disappear from time to time. Yeah, yeah, they're not around all the time, but um, I don't know. They're where are they from? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I do want to say like. The Louisville, Cincinnati, like, I know those aren't the same. Okay, area, so it's but not just like the, a few, yeah. uh, two or three hours away where they can just come in for every show. You know, I mean, they probably got to be, you know, that's probably a bit of a drive. And Nasty Russ is married uh, with yeah. a kid, and I think Team Money, I know he, he has a family, but I don't know whether he has kids or not. But I know, okay. like, sometimes that, like, they they can't go for whatever reason. I think that's one thing that kind of makes them special is when, yeah. when they do randomly they just show up out of nowhere. It's like, fuck yeah, it's the fuckets. There was a bunch of, uh, on this card, there was a bunch of teams that you don't really see anymore uh, around here, I guess. Um, one year, if we, the one guy that, I guess it kind of melts into the other next question was what stuck out was for me, fucking uh, Massage Envy. And very serious Keith. We see him all the time now again. But that tag team, that was one of the first, like, like part of it. I guess that is kind of the same, like, like they were. I was like, okay, so, like, people are doing gimmicks. Like, I get it. Like, this is, like, real. Like, this isn't, like, some jabroni-ass shit. Like, they're really, like, 
yeah, this is indie wrestling at a gym, but these guys, like, that was, I don't know, like, hard, how to explain that. Like, that was what made me be like, okay, yeah, like, this is, like, like legit. You know what I mean? Like, they're really going to do, you know, it's, it's like a whole, they're, you know, gimmicks and all. Like, it's not just, you know, yeah. 10 jabronis and uh, tidy whities coming out and fucking fake punching each other. And it's, like, with the Massage Envy, it wasn't something that was just straight up lame. Right. Yeah, it was great. That's what I'm saying. I was yeah. like, damn, these. So Jonas explained, I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? They're like, they did the oil spot. I'm like, oh, they're masseuses. Like, okay. And I like put it all together. I'm like, this is fucking great. All right. And um, go back to your f- uh, first show and what stuck out about that show. Um, That it wasn't a shindy. Because <laughs> uh, like a lot of indies I went to before that, I like pretty much everything besides like Ring of Honor and Hybrid when that was around in Fremont was uh shindy's in a vfw hall and uh that's kind of what i was expecting but i went there and it was a lot of people that was really uh crazy that there were so many people there and uh i got to see the young bucks and that was neat so oh yeah that show was packed huh yeah man oh yeah that was that was the show that i went out and bought a car so i could make it to the show dang (laughs) because i kind of car was it uh (laughs) A piece of shit. Yo. 2005 Kia Mani. Ooh. <laughs> no joke. The day after I missed Jimmy Jacobs versus Joey Janela, uh, I went and got a car. Huh. <laughs> I said, I can't, I can't ever let anything like that ever happen again. Huh. The day I turned 16, I pretty much stayed with a car. Oh, I mean, I had a car. It just died, and I didn't. It made me go get a new one real quick. Uh, okay. And with me, I was in between cars because I was over the road i had a pickup truck uh let my friend borrow it he uh left it at his house when he got evicted and i never got a chance to go like go get it because i was over the road and uh, long story short about him he's in prison right now so hell yeah locked up <laughs> so what's his name i'll tell you later i want to be a pen pals <laughs> i was gonna say free whatever his name is like nick gage says <laughs> is he bad should we not free him is he a bad guy <laughs> I I don't think so. I don't want free bad guys. I will, I'll go into his story later. I just I don't want, necessarily want to get into it. Like I, he'll be out in um two years. Sweet. Two two years this month, I believe, or three years. If he didn't do something that bad, they might be letting his ass out now because they're letting all kinds of like nonviolent people out because of this corona shit. Yeah. But anyway, um. So I had, jail talk. <laughs> I had I had no vehicle at all and i was like well i can't uber to the show because that's way too fucking much there weren't many fans in my area that i could really depend on getting a ride so i ubered to a buy here play here pay here place and bought a car was it a big mistake yes that car was horrible but it got me to shows for a while so i can't complain too too much did you say what stuck out about that show was it Oh, just because it wasn't it wasn't chindy. I said a little for me. Did Ed say what his was? Yeah, it was because it wasn't chindy. Oh, yeah, because like that's what I was expecting. I was very, I don't know. I heard they ran Turners, and I went to a Cleveland All Pro show there one time, and I was just like, I don't know, and I don't know what that. I think it was like the second show of Mount Carmel, and it was awesome, and they had beer, and yeah, I don't know what a shindy. I guess I didn't have any uh, reference of that at the time, but I guess that was sort of what I took away from my show too. That this was like a legit thing. I didn't, like I said, I don't really know, didn't know the phrase shindy at the time, but I was like, man, this is like a real deal. Like, this is real shit. I don't think that was the second show at Mount Carmel, but I think you're within the first six months. 
Yeah. Nice. I do want to say, I could be wrong, because, like, sometimes wrestling shows just blur together. Like, I'll remember certain events and everything, but to be, like, where an event kind of placed, especially, like, at Mount Carmel, when we were there for, what, like, five years? Or something yeah. like that. So it was just a lot of I, no. If if you were if they were there for five years, then there was no way I was in the first six months because I've only been coming for like three and a half years now or something. Well, I meant for, for twenty. Ed. I guess it's four twenty sixteen. So now it's twenty twenty. I meant for Ed. It was the oh. within the first six months. I think that oh, they were okay. at Mount Carmel. Oh, yeah. abs. What was it? Absolution ten or something? Which one was it? It was make him say no, no, no. Yeah, make him say oh. oh okay. Yeah. Remember, because that's that was the, it. Okay. With Mickey James and the Young Bucks. And was Zack Sabre Jr. at that show? No, no. No, okay. It was Mickey James and the Young Bucks. That was the. That was a. That was a crazy show because that did lead into uh, episode 10. Yeah, it's when Josh Prohibition fucked up and said they're going to have a War Games match. I need to go back and rewatch that. Like I, dude, I freak the fuck out when he says it. I get so excited. Well, yeah, you think you're getting two fucking rings and two cages? Yeah. God, could you imagine two rings at that Absolution Ten venue? One was no. bad enough. Chicago. Ah, oh, that'd be. Uh, that's still like probably top five most miserable show I've ever been to. Is Absolute Ten not because of the card or anything, but it was just the heat was miserable in that place. I would take that heat right now, any day of the week, to get to see a show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You can make it 10 degrees hotter in that motherfucker, and I'd, as long as we're allowed in there to watch the fucking AIW show, I would take it right now. Right here with no complaints. <laughs> You're the dog in the meme, like, with the fire around right now. If this that were fine. a wrestling show, this is fine. We're good. <laughs> this is fine. Wrestling's happening. I don't care how hot it is in here. Just bring the answer out. We're good. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, it, it is kind of the same thing, but what was your first impression on? And basically, it means of the card, uh, Ed. Oh, well, here's where I went for it. Like, the Young Bucks were there, and that's what convinced Jesse to go so he would drive so I could drink at it. But what I wanted to do is, like, I couldn't wait to see uh, Ethan Page and Athena. And uh, so that's literally the entire reason I went. Like, the Young Bucks being there is sweet as fuck, but, like, I would have tried to go to that show no matter what to see uh, Athena. Because, like, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but, like, I get interest for a little bit, like, maybe a year, six months, and then I don't do that anymore. And for a long, for, like, an eight-month period, I was watching a lot of women's wrestling. So, I was watching a lot of Athena, and I was just like, all right, AIW Women's Champ, so we'll go, yeah, I'll go to the show. And then she lost. Josh Alexander fucking tombstoned her, and Toss Vegas got on top of her. Oh, I remember that. That was fantastic. I love that. I was pissed. <laughs> she, she got the title back. Yeah, that, yeah, that absolution. That was cool. That was really... Yeah, never mind. No, I didn't like it. Never mind. I didn't like her getting the tombstone. And then just Veda Scott tossed on top of her. That was bullshit. Remember when Veda Scott and Josh Alexander were a thing in AIW? Yeah, and then Veda Scott went to be on in like a different stable with two people that we don't name. That's not why she's not booked, right? Please say no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she was just back. Was she? When? Hell on Earth. Uh, yeah, the Rex Oh, show. yeah. I remember that. Then she was on UXWA. Okay. Yeah. I remember this now. You you commentated on that show. I was going to say, I worked on that show. I remember. I spent the whole second half of that show interviewing her. I felt bad for missing the show, but it, that's what I had to do. Hey, Pat, sometimes I do commentary now. Do you know that? 
never heard you say that before. That's weird. You, me- you ever mentioned that before? <laughs> Fucking wild. <laughs> well, that that would be like you saying your favorite wrestler is, I don't know, like Phil from Chicago. Like, I've never heard you say that ever. I'm a big CM Punk fan. I don't talk about it a lot. It's like the biggest mystery. Yeah, man. CM Punk's really good at wrestling. Has there Best ever, to ever do it. Has there ever been a female singer you've been really into? Uh... Well, I don't. Uh, there was a singer. I'm not really sure of her gender because she was yeah, artificial she's a robot. intelligence. Yeah, yeah the robot. But uh, Poppy, that was the thing I was into for a while. Man, I wish you would have talked about it. We Me too, man. <laughs> you guys are good. <laughs> good. Good thing new Poppy's better than old Poppy. No one. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, and she's doing like YouTube videos again now that are basically like they're kind of like what she's doing before, but. This one was like a makeup tutorial, and I I don't I don't know it fell off. I didn't mm, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Pat, what were your first impressions about AIW? <laughs> um, my first impression was it was fucking the the best. I was like, this is the fucking best shit ever. Um, like I said, two dollar. We you know we showed up. He promised me cheap beer and like food you could buy, like pizza and shit, and then wrestling and all of those things delivered. All the matches were great. It wasn't like shitty. Uh, $2 beers. You were allowed to just fucking sit there and drink $2 beers at Angelo's Pizza. I was like, this is the fucking best shit ever. You could go outside. It wasn't one of those stupid places where you can't like come in and out and shit. You know, there's like, you have to stay in there and shit. It was great. You walk out of the parking lot. Fucking, it's a good time, man. AIW is, uh, it's, it's, uh, from my very first time going, I knew that it was for me. Who was the first friend you made, Pat? Um, first, like, good friend, I guess, that I really made was TSJ. Um, I had been going with Jonah, so I guess I didn't really, you know, he doesn't count because we were already friends. Yeah. But he came to the first show with me and kind of introduced me, and then right around the same time was when he was opening the first restaurant that he has. Mm -hmm. So he pretty much couldn't come for a lot of them anymore. He was busy those Friday nights, like, opening the place and stuff. So I started trying to bring some of my friends that I thought would be into it or were into wrestling and blah, blah, blah. I brought a handful of people. A couple people came here there. A couple people have came back more than once. Um, but after a while, I just started going by myself. After like two shows, I saw Brian was there all the time. And we talked outside like in the beer line or whatever. I met him a couple times, whatever, bullshitted with him. And I just asked him if I could sit over by him in front row. And he was down with it. And then we've been pretty much friends ever since. And then, I mean, I met everybody else. You know, I kind of met Ed a little bit. We talked and stuff from sitting in the bleachers, kind of in the same area. But TSJ was the first, like, friend, you know, person I hung out with outside of AIW, I guess. That's when I first kind of ran into you was basically because I knew you were friends with Swift or Jobber. And I think that's when I first found out about him, too. Yeah. You should get a, get him on here for one of these. He's been coming to AIW forever. That's the one thing I haven't talked about, like I mentioned to you guys, like the next couple of weeks really isn't going to be this format, but this is a format that I do want to kind of keep just whenever, whether I have one person on or two people on like this, and it'll be something just we bring back and, you know, more people want to talk about their love for AIW and maybe I come up with a part two of this with a different question so people could come back on, but that's just uh, thoughts, but I know there's a good handful of people who have been regulars on this show that would be great to talk to them some of this stuff and then other people who maybe aren't necessarily regulars but would love to talk about their experience in AIW because we're there's so many fucking people all right ed 
Yo, mean, who was the first? Yeah, friend? who was your first friend? Ed, I'm curious to know this as well. Mike Boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't know him prior. Uh, I knew him from anime conventions because he went to the Poppy and Dan panels. Oh okay. But uh, besides that, I'd say after that it'd be like Alberti because he's very loud and he also sat in the bleachers. Okay. Uh, and then, um, and then like all the front row people, like Summers and that whole line. I don't even know how we became friends, to be honest. I don't really know either. I, uh, I don't. What's... I just know that it did happen because this is I'm currently on your show. <laughs> and you've been on many, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your first appearance was back when it was just you and Justin on Pod Van Dam. That's what, oh yeah, and then I met uh, Stacy like two months after Matt Riddle uh, wasn't in AIW anymore, and we had the most like pleasant disagreement about Matt Riddle. I th- I w- did we become friends because we were the minority for a long time of anti Donst. You uh, loved Tim Donst. You do love Tim Donst. I could throw out names of wrestlers you guys don't really like either, but I'm not going to. It's what do you mean, though? <laughs> <laughs> you love Tim Donst. You cheered so hard for him. How are you saying you don't like him? There is a view on video cheering for him. You, like, high-fived him. It's acting. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't... I, I, saw you hu- I saw you hug him. I hugged him. When? You hugged him, and then you, he pulled you close, and I saw him, like, say to you that, like, we're as close as brothers now. <laughs> and you, like, guys caressed each other's faces, and it was a real moment. But what? I think it was that. <laughs> Not what you actually said, but I'm talking about uh, we didn't like Don's. Cause nah, man. I liked Ethan Page. I don't know if I've talked about that. N- never. Did you like Athena? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I did. I don't anymore. I did. It's because she's friends with Paul. I just can't. Yeah, man. There's so many people in that company that I used to watch wrestle, and now that I I just don't because I can't watch them wrestle. I can't do it. What if Paul's really good friends with the Boogeyman? Like, what if they're like BFFs? I I wouldn't blame him. Why would you not want to be best friends with the Boogeyman? I actually wouldn't call Paul <laughs> that one. So you're you're okay with that one? You're yeah. Like, oh, how would you not like hang out with Marty Wright and not want to be? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. But again, I think it was us not liking Don's because that's the only thing that I remember. Because it was, there was the time when there was only a handful of people. And that was obviously before like every, then every, like half the crowd turned on him. Yeah, man. I didn't get it when people liked him. Uh, I mean, I kind of get it a little bit, but I was coming from like the aspect of like, nah, man, I watch Chikara. You're an asshole. <laughs> Ain't fooling me. You're a prick. My- I think I hated Dance the first time I saw him because I was like, this guy just looks like an asshole. <laughs> okay. um, I'm happy we have that on recording. At, so at Jersey City last year for Mania Weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, at the party, the super speaky- super secret speakeasy party. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time I was ever like right beside Tim Dance when we were both getting a drink. And I was like, man, Tim, I'm really sorry I yelled like all that mean shit at you because like your arms are de- deceptively fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized he was that big. He's a big dude. Yeah, no, Tim's really nice and he's fine in person too. We've talked, we're cool in person, but he looks like, I mean, you can't tell me I'm wrong. He looks like an asshole, <laughs> but he's a nice guy. There's a moment that I share with Tim Dance where even like when we weren't seeing eye to eye per se when this particular event happened 
we kind of looked at each other and both went like, what the fuck? But we'll, we won't get into that right now. Um, Ed, what do you love about AIW? Uh, I love that all of my friends are gathered in one place every month, and uh, it's really easy to see everybody. It's convenient. I don't have to go to multiple places to see my friends because they're all in one place. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of a depressing answer <laughs> when the times we're in. Yeah, it sucks. That's why, like, I'm, yeah, I miss the idea. Like, I haven't seen, like, I was just telling the girlfriend that, like, I haven't seen, like, certain people in months. Like, it feels like it's terrible. Like, it's crazy to think the Akron show was the last AIW show. It is, man. But it's like, uh, I know everybody says, like, AIW's family, but I feel like that's a really silly thing to say because that's also what Juggalos say. Hey. But I will huh. say, hey. Like, so I don't Shut want your mouth. Wear family. Shut your mouth. <laughs> that's, what, that's how filthy Juggalos talk. And uh, to the second power, <laughs> you're I, not a juggalo, though, right, Pat? I loosely associate with the clown, <laughs> but I like to say it's definitely a community. Like, so I, I'll I'll agree with that, and I like that. I like the community aspect of it. Like, I seen someone say this on Facebook, and it was in a juggalo group. They said wrestling fans are one whoop away from being a juggalo. Ugh, huh, that's huh. disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking true, though. There's a reason why there's a lot of fucking wrestling f- fans who are jugglers. Like, look at fucking yeah, because wrestling fans have notoriously bad taste in music. That's what I've learned from being on Twitter.com with wrestling fans over the years. Is they're just trash taste in music. I thought we weren't Listen, using Twitter.com anymore. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? We're just gonna walk all over worldwide like that? You promised him you wouldn't say it. Um, I, what am I supposed that app? Yeah, Twitter the app. Either way, they listen to too much, like, 90s metal. So ICP's metal? No, I mean, ICP is just trash in general, but that's what I've been noticing is, like, wrestling fans listen to too much 90s metal. I'll agree with the second half, but I'll at least say ICP's not Poppy. No, fuck no, because Poppy was, like, is a successful, talented human being, and she, the other ones are clown men who rap about chainsaws. Was... Was Poppy in, ever in ECW? Because ICP was. Yep. Yeah, was, no, she was in NXT. She went straight to like making big WWE money. And I, I wouldn't – well, ICP was – not only were they in WWE, they were on WWE Magazine and on a WWE music album. Print media is dead. <laughs> um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if ICP has, in fact, eight worms. Whoa. They, yeah. they, 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 they've definitely chilled with the boogeyman. They were in the WWE at the same time as him, right? No. no. <laughs> Not even close. Really? I, I kind of want to <laughs> look and see if they've ever booked the boogeyman. He has to have been at a gathering. Do you think? Yes. I'm going to assume, like, I don't know, but people that they'd book for fucking JCW, that Juggalos would fucking love it. I really want that to be a thing. Because <laughs> then what would you, Boogeyman, would have wrestled for JCW? Um, yeah, absolutely. Then will you, will you uh, give some props? Um, no, no. I'll, <laughs> I'm happy that he tricked those clowns into paying him money. I'm happy for that. <laughs> that well, That's the route you're going? <laughs> yeah. But that's the route. So then that's why people say that Onita tricked friggin' DJ into giving him money. So that's why uh, when he didn't do that CCW show and, you know, people were mad. Some people were like, see, he's the ultimate. He's the best wrestler because he carny DJ out of money. That's cool and all, but, like, he also refused to lose to Hayabusa. 
Yeah, I know you're. Here we go. Did Juggalo Championship Wrestling <laughs> events? Or if okay, you would find Boogeyman's cage match. Maybe you could see if JCW appeared on their results. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I guess that's probably better. It is. This is a, a big question. Now I really want to know, but I mean, ICP also Stranglemania. Like you, you gotta love Stranglemania, right? Are you talking to me? course yes i know i watched part of it for the first time like last year at pats and it was fucking awful really it's pretty and good i didn't think it was that funny they yeah they paid mick foley you love mick foley yeah i love that like he tricked those clowns out of money <laughs> he didn't trick them they forced him to take the money he wasn't even going to take it and they were like no terry this is you you deserve this this is for you so don't say that you at least know you should at least get your facts straight I thought it was uh, he Foley qu- kind of cornered them in WWE, and they, he was like, what the fuck? Don't you guys owe me a little bit of money for, for that? And they're like, you know what? You're right. Here's the money. Oh, I, I thought it was the other way around. I'd have I'm to busy double, trying to look up Boogeyman if he's ever worked for a Juggalo Championship Wrestling. So, <laughs> Do you ever think about how, like, if Victor Kionis was still alive, AIW probably would have brought him in as a special guest at some point? Yes, very often, very often, actually. I kind of it goes back to that AIW episode recently of like wrestlers who passed, like who would be a great right here. Juggalo defeats Officer Colt Cabana at JCW Bloody Mania 8 event at Gathering of the Juggalos in Thornville, Ohio on July 26th of 2014. Boogeyman beat Officer Colt Cabana. Yep, he also, def- him, Too Tough, Tony, Vampiro defeated Congo Kong and the Boogeyman at Bloody Mania 7. Uh, Too Tough, Tony, the champion versus the Boogeyman, no contest, Bloody Mania 7. JCW, he's he's wrestled for JCW many times, it looks like. I, he seems like a JCW guy, man. Yeah. So, there you go. ECW, ECW, yeah, so that's, yeah, there you go. He's definitely wrestled for the clowns. Do you want me to send you a Hatchet Man charm now or later? Yeah. What do you, are you do you loosely associate <laughs> with the clown now that like the leader of your world has taken money from those clowns? As you no, call no, God no. Hatchet Man also carries a meat cleaver, so why is he called Hatchet Man? Because they're dumb and they don't know any better. Okay. Chill out, <laughs> narc. Listen, <laughs> they were poor kids from Detroit who drank a lot of pop soda, cheap pop at that, and wear face paint. I got no reasons why they called it the hatchet man which we've had this conversation <laughs> or or was this a conversation i had with stacy i've heard it like multiple times but it is a valid thing but i don't know maybe because cleaver man didn't sound good but hatchet man kind of sounds better silly i is think it, that i think the grown men the is it, is it silly might be silly says the guy who thinks that a girl who just does asmr into the camera is a robot and she's controlled by some other guy. You think no. you don't think that's silly? Okay, that's performance <laughs> art. Clown, yeah, right. Clown face paint bad. Boogeyman without, face paint without, good. Without ICP, there is no poppy. Listen, I, when you said a girl does ASMR, I thought I was going to have to. I thought I was going to have to defend Kate Yelp again. And I was ready. Oh to yeah, I forgot about that thing. I was ready. There's so many things in my world that I never knew about until you came around, Ed. You're welcome. Hey, thanks, buddy. Pat, did we get what you love about AIW? Uh, no, just my first friend. Okay. Um, then Ed went for his. So 
My thing I love about AIW, um, I guess everything about it, it's cheap. It's not expensive. So you get like a good, you know, you get a good value for your money. It's a decent amount of time. So it's not like, you know, uh, you know, the movies are expensive and it's like two hours long. Shit's over before you know it. AIW is like a whole evening. I know everyone. All my friends are there. Everybody likes me and they're nice to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Some of the wrestlers now know my name because we do the show and stuff and that's fun. Feeling like a big shot is always cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just the best. AIW is like my favorite thing. Like I said before, I only missed a couple of shows, a homeless LARPing trip we go on, and my <laughs> kid being born. So other than that, I'd be at AIW for, over pretty much anything else. People get mad. They're like, oh, you don't want to come to my thing because it'll be on the same date as like an AIW show? And I'm like, oh, sorry, I got wrestling that day. And they're like, can't you just miss one? And I'm like, well, I could, but do I want to? No, and I'm an adult, so I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> Not your dumb cookout or whatever, you know? I don't know. I'm just throwing something in there. But, you know, AIW is like uh, the tippy top of what I want to do. So, I mean, wh- one of those reasons for missing a show is is very excusable. But, I mean, you didn't have to be there for when your kid was born. Ha! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. that, that's the one that's excusable. The yeah. homeless LARPing trip Ed tries to tell me is not excusable. Meanwhile, that's a yearly thing me and my wife do every year. That's pretty important to us, so frig off, Ed. <laughs> it's better to miss for a homeless LARPing trip than a, a convention two years in a row. Yeah, right. Who I was going to tell Thorne, that? stop booking shit on the same night I got shit to do. <laughs> Consult me, Thorne. <laughs> uh, Ed, have you ever... Uh, missed uh, AIW show because of a uh, like convention or anything? Hell yeah, man! I, I missed every wrestler agent besides this last year's because of uh, Mad Suricon. I mean, I get it if that's what you want to do. I understand. Yeah. Hey, because I, I did what I wanted to do, so I understand it. My point is, AIW is just my favorite thing to do. At the beginning of every year, I always try to get the schedule from Thorn or somebody. Uh, used to be Bickens, but it's just so like I can fill in dates and everything, or I don't make important plans on like show oh, dates. Oh yeah. Cuz I've had I've had my fair share of close calls or it's like yeah, sorry, can't come because of this or people get mad, dude. They get mad at you. Or I'm like, well, or other shows that book shows on the same day where I'm like, oh, sorry, like AIW's number one in my book. They're having a show. That's where I'm going to be. Yeah, I don't even know of any other wrestling promotions around here except for UXWA and that's kind of AIW in itself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get into the particular show because it's kind of dumb to run against AIW, but depending on scheduling, especially like Saturday shows, because that's not the normal day for AIW where other companies might try to run that day. That's where it's been like, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to go here because it's the best in the area. And if not even just the area, but the state, like, why wouldn't you go? Like, even the, the old bar shows are still fucking amazing. I've never had a bad time. I don't think I've... I've had matches that I've watched at AIW that weren't good. There's one that I always think of in particular, and I don't, the one, I don't even think she wrestles anymore. If she does, I think she wrestles under a different name. And it was it was a female match, and it was just god-awful. Other than that, like there's definitely not been a bad show. Have there been shows that I've been cold as fuck or hot as fuck? Yes, but... Normally, there's at least enough going on to where it's very fucking enjoyable. And I think the worst show is probably would be a, a C average show for if you compare it to like other baby shows that could get F's like they're they're all good. Yeah, I never had a bad time. Like I said, 
How about you, Ed? What do you love about AIW? Party. I think he said his already, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, 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 yeah you did. Yeah. You said all your friends were there. Yeah. Did you answer Pat? Yeah, then we went to me after. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. After parties are cool, too. Yeah, that's always a good time. I just had a, a memory come up in my Snapchat thing of me, Justice, and somebody else doing a shot at Funhouse. And I was like, oh, man, Funhouse after parties. Oh, my God. Funhouse after parties were the absolute best. I miss them so much. There was another memory of Laporta getting in the the coffin and us closing it and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just fine with it. He didn't yell. Like, normally somebody would be like, hey, come on, come back. He didn't care. He didn't, didn't care at all. Fun, is the fun house better than good company? No, to me that. they're not. They're not to me because the food, like after a show and I'm hungry and shit, like no, I don't think so. Fun house was cool, but it's hard to get drinks sometimes because it's very small and it's very crowded in there. Good company, it's a little easier to get drinks and uh, they have food. So no, my answer is definitely no. Fun house is wild though. You know what I mean? Like we gotta we gotta maintain some decorum at good company. I mean, I don't know. Filthy Tom uh, karaoke at a medium pace. I don't know. <laughs> I was I missed that coffin. Yeah. Tell tell Jonah yeah. to buy a coffin. I've said it tons of times. No one's. I, just put one in the parking lot and just see what happens. <laughs> Leave it in there. I'll make I'll make drinks out of it. Have a little parking lot coffin party. Yeah. Uh, Pat, what's your favorite yearly AIW show? That one's hard. Um, I really love Gauntlet, I think, is maybe my favorite, just because the Gauntlet match um, is always so fun. You always... That is like a a gimmick. I love the Rumble. So that's mine, I guess, Gauntlet, which makes it even worse that we had to just miss it recently. I'm really... I was watching all the old Gauntlets on, uh, on IWTV, and I ended up watching... Uh, I want to say it was Gauntlet 10, and boy, was I fucking mad. <laughs> That's for sure. You guys, you guys, we got you, Joe Summers. You were there. I, I think it was pretty crowded. I don't know if I saw you in the crowd. Summers, I know you were there. You're front row. You remember who won that one? No, not Ricky Shane Pussy. Oh yeah, <laughs> your boy. It was a good match, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like Ricky. So that was a, it was quite the bummer at the end of that. But good match all in all. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a bunch of a uh, bunch of the gauntlets on there because I was bummed. How about you, Pat? Um, no, I said Pat. Ed. <laughs> Yo, hi. What's up? Sorry, I wouldn't. I wouldn't peed. <laughs> what's your favorite yearly show? Oh, uh, the rap show. You missed it too. I made. Uh, I, I did a hard burn on your boy RSP. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Because <laughs> I asked it. Uh, I wa- I said that mine was Gauntlet, and I'd been watching a lot of the Gauntlets on IWTV, and I just recently watched Gauntlet Ten, and boy, was I mad at the end of it. Did you go to Gauntlet Ten? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't see you in the crowd. Summers, like I said, is he was front row, so he's a little. You see him on the ca- camera. I don't remember seeing you. There was a while there where we were like moving seats until we like just decided bleachers were the spot. Okay. Rap show though, huh? Rap show. Yeah. Yeah. I like when people hit each other with shit, man. Yeah. My favorite thing about the rap show that I don't think we've talked about is originally with Pedro. When he would come out with the fur coat and everything, and I think one year he had a bunch of ring pops and everything, and he made uh, girls like kiss the rings, and obviously he'd, he'd give them to a to the particular female. Like it was 
fucking hilarious. And he always had a different way that he would uh, do those uh, pre-show announcements. Fucking, I loved it. And I I think it's on the IWTV streams, but I, I, I don't know if it's all of them. I know there's at least one with it. Because I saw that and I'm like, no fucking way. This is fucking awesome that people who weren't there get to experience it. Okay, okay. Oh, you guys don't know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Nope. No. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to go through all the rap shows and see, like, which one has it. Um, what is this again? Explain this better. In so many words, uh, Pedro would dress like a pimp. And okay. he, he, he would come out and, like, he, he would be dressed in, like, a different suit. He'd be wearing okay. a fur coat, glasses, all this kind of stuff. He had different little things that he, he would do. Like I said, one year he wore, a, like, ring pops on every finger. And okay. he'd okay. W- walk up to a girl at the barricade and be like, kiss the ring. And then, he, like, after they did it, he would Didn't give them- Didn't Pedro the, was a pervert. <laughs> after that, he would take off that ring and, and give it to him. Um, okay. And then when he got, he would get in the ring and do, like, the, you know, those pre-show announcements about, you know, don't throw anything, don't- Or not that whole- the whole spiel. He had, like, a- a pimp accent, so many words, that he would do. It was fucking hilarious. Like, I do want to say, like, he would even call Wadsworth Whitey Wadsworth. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Now I'm, I'm definitely going to have to look this up before I go to bed. Because <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious. And the fact that uh, he doesn't do ring announcing anymore, and it's been more, uh, you know, you know, Steve Guy, like... That wasn't Steve Guy's thing, and like I love the thing I love, do love about Steve Guy. He did have like huge shoes to fill, but he found like his own way to do stuff and make his own uh, print, which love him for it. But the rap show Pedro was the best. <clears throat> okay, yeah, I have to. I don't know if there's any IWTV rap show. I think there's one or two. It's. Because like a lot of those shows have promos before, it's in between the the promo packages and then the first match. Sure, okay. So I'll have to see if I can find it or not. But anyway, Pat, what has been your favorite show or shows in a- um like all time favorite show that I've been to? Yeah, man, I guess maybe. Maybe it was Slumber Party Massacre. That's been, a, um, that's been a popular one. It was it was a incredible. It was really cool. We were out of town. We weren't in Cleveland. Um, and I don't know. It was it was really rad. There was a big, huge line of people like down the street, and we walked right up. and Pedro let us cut in front of everyone. Really big shot at us. So made, that was really cool. Um. The card was incredible. Every every match on that card was just incredible. Um, and it just, I don't know. I didn't have nothing to do with it aside from bringing those banners. But it just, the night as a whole that night felt like a success, even to me for some reason. Like I said, it really had nothing to do with it in general. Just as being an AIW fan and feeling like AIW represented that weekend as a whole at the collective, I just felt really like good about it. So I guess, yeah, maybe that one. Slumber Party, I guess, yeah. Like I said, that's been a really popular answer and I, I do think it is because you were at an AIW show but it wasn't the same kind of AIW show but it's still actually AIW and you I, I wish I could have went to that the way my life panned out I could have went but at the time I what was it, I just started a new job 
and all this stuff. Like I didn't think, and I had no no vacation. I didn't think didn't think I could do it. But if I did go, I think I would just have been like there and back. Like it would have been just I want to go to AIW. That's it. Yeah, it was fucking sweet. How about you, Ed? What has been your favorite show? Um, every single rap show that I've been to, uh, especially the one where uh, what was the one where the Weird World came out as the Gangsters? <sighs> that was. Um, I forgot about Dre. Oh, that I'm, I don't know. I can't remember which, but that one, that one specifically, because I really liked that moment. Uh, Absolution Ten was cool as fuck because that was like my first Absolution, and then uh, Wrestle Rager Three, which is like the the one I didn't go to, the one with uh, John Thorne smashing people with light tubes. Mm, hang on, let me see. Uh, no, it wasn't next episode. Uh, it had to be the one after next episode, then, right? Death Row. No, Death Row sounds like a rap show, but that that was uh, the Ray Row show, which was January. Right. Okay. Bad boy for life. Yeah, that had to be it. No, because that was in that was in uh, ain't nothing but a gangster party. Yeah, it was uh, ain't nothing but a gangster party. It was a uh, four twenty show, twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, that one was cool too. Weird Weird World defeated Philly C, Marino I've, T, and Duke Money, Young Studs. I forgot it was on four twenty. That was awesome. That's why. Yeah, that, that show. <laughs> The parking lot at fucking intermission for that show for 2018 was that was ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, that was the biggest circle I've ever seen. It was just so many life. different items too. Like it was ridiculous. I don't know. Everyone they had their medical about. cards ready and present. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. That's cool. <laughs> I think that show should have been called Friday. Yeah. Um Friday or Up in Smoke? <laughs> Thorne doesn't plan it around us. It just so happened to be on 420. Well, when you're when you're scheduling it for 420 and it's going to be the rap show, I'm like... Yeah, I guess he could, he could have predicted that. You're right. That's like when we had a show on December 26th. I thought it should have been called Wrestling Day because that's in other countries. It's called Boxing, Boxing Day. Yeah. That yeah. one's a lame one, but I thought the rap show one, like... Friday or up in smoke or something. Okay. But gangster party, that was still that was still fun. Oh, and uh a slumber party massacre was fucking bonkers. Yes. But I think everyone's mentioned that so far. That was mine. Uh all button like me and maybe butters? Cause like we didn't go. Dustin might have said it, because he I think he was there, maybe. Yeah, the- he was there. At that show, uh, I, sat, I was up on the balcony, and behind me were some people sitting there throwing ice, like, into the ring. Like, and then that all stopped when Dominic Greeny came and stood up there. And that was fucking crazy how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, you should say their names, who it was. <laughs> I know who it was. So do I. <laughs> it's weird how you don't see him getting booked at AIW, don't Fucking wild. <clears throat> I was front row, right next to Welf's pool of spit. <laughs> the land of baseball you wouldn't get it yeah i mean that's type of stuff's legal (laughs) pat what's uh, been some of your favorite matches in aw favorite matches um all of joey janela's matches no one of my favorite matches was uh worldwide and um worldwide and pme with thorn versus duke money and uh parker and those guys 
that's probably my favorite match in AIW. I bet if I had to, if I had to break it down, I don't know. Maybe I'd come up with something else if I went through the Janela Tim Don's ladder match was really incredible, even though uh, you know the ending and all. But um, that was a, either one of those two tied, I guess. How about you, Ed? Uh, favorite matches. Okay, so uh, Ethan Page when he threw a fireball in Ricky Shane Page's face and beat him yeah. for the absolute title. I liked that a lot. Uh, Shayna versus Heidi at Bloodsport because it was like a really big fight feel, which is fucking crazy to say about a wrestling show at a high school gym. That's fucking wild. Uh, Kingston versus Erie, and then like Sakimoto versus uh, KTB. I feel like are very much in the same vein. Like it's just beefy boys beating each other up uh and then duke money versus weird world and pme and thorn from wrestle yeah. 3 That's and bishop I mean. versus Garini. but i feel like everybody's going to talk about those a lot so i want to talk yeah about i don't think anyone's going to mention carnies versus the young studs was fucking crazy and nobody oh, yeah. ever talks about that match i don't know why they used kenzons like yeah that was fucked no one ever talks about how awesome that match was that match was so good yep what about Matt Justice versus Joshua Bishop for uh, the cash-in at Hell on Earth? I don't remember. Um, no. <laughs> no. Justice yeah. versus Bishop at the rap show was fucking oh, sick. It is. The balcony spot is always talked about. That's uh, that's ranked up there pretty high. It's like Dom and Bishop had like one of the best matches of the year last year in AIW, but the the feud between Bishop and Justice was to me like spoke louder than just that one match like there was i mean there was the balcony spot there was you know the intense title going back and forth and then ending the year with with the cash in like bishop finally wins the absolute title but here comes justice like and i should say on top of that too it was it was like that match with dom catapulted him to the the feud with justice which made it even better go from one hot feed to the next yeah, I agree. Yeah, that fucking. I mean, all those guys in general have just been on a fucking run. Even though you know some of it was together, but aside, those those names you just named are all pretty fucking uh, pretty on a hot run here last few years. What has been your favorite moment in AIW or moments, Pat? Um, like we just said, the balcony spot was always like an incredible moment. Uh, Janela winning the intense title that was pretty sick. Those two is probably probably my... I guess Janela winning the belt was my favorite moment, I guess. Yeah. How about you, Ed? Uh, Weird World winning the tag titles. Ooh, yeah. That's also... I, I co-signed that one. That was fucking awesome. Um, But my favorite moment is probably when Ethan Page publicly embarrassed that man for dropping a hard <laughs> F. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I like that, that a lot. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bless Ethan Page. He's that amazing. Cool. That's cool. Uh, Pat, what's been uh, your favorite special guest in AIW? We we know who it's not. Um, who? Oh, you mean Scary Skeleton Man? Yes. Is not my favorite. He was mean to me. I was there. Thre- threatened me. And <laughs> I was stuff, right there so. with you. Um, favorite? Uh, Scott Hall. Scott Hall is my favorite. Uh, Scott Hall is the fucking man. Uh. I like that guy a lot. He's a nice gentleman. He shouldn't count. Why? You know why, Patrick. <laughs> why? What is that? Why does that mean? You know why, Patrick. 
I, why doesn't it count though? That's not fair. That's my favorite. All right. It's because I get preferential treatment. <laughs> what about you, Ed? Uh, well, Colonel Robert Parker and Scorpio for sure had the biggest hogs out of any guests they brought in. I Scorpio deny that. Scorpio ruled too because he fucking kicked it super hard at the after party. Like that dude, he was loving this, like the scene, like the after party, like vibe. Man, he fucking ruled. Standing around bullshitting with everybody, telling stories, fucking roasted and shit. It was great. It is probably, honestly, it's probably is Colonel Robert Parker. Like, I know he's around for a little while, so I don't know if he counts, but that was super fucking weird. He he was still a special guest. Like, yeah, doesn't have that to was be just, fucking wild. It just, huh. yeah, Colonel the, Robert Parker, like. <laughs> Colonel Robert Parker, Bunkhouse Buck, Missy Hyatt. <laughs> that was all AIW. That's fucking crazy. Getting married to Dick Justice, um, Missy Hyatt was, and then uh, the swerve with Jock Samson, remember? Or should say, she still does it, like, when uh, Missy Hyatt, like, still, like, plays into the fact that her and Jock are married. Yeah, like, I miss Missy Hyatt. Alright, Pat, what uh, AIW suggestions do you have for IWTV? Suggestions for IWTV would be um, to do the intermission um, like stuff that they did with with Weird World and stuff, and having people talk in between. That was really awesome. Um, <laughs> like, what? What was so funny about that? That was serious. I think he means now, Justin. Maybe I'm wrong here. I think he means suggestions for shows to watch on IWTV. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for like future broadcasts, like something they could do for IWTV yeah. for the streams or something. That, that is a, um, that is a shit, good suggestion. Man, I'd have for to streams. punch it up and even see what's on there. Really, I've watched so much stuff. There, there. It's cool because AIW has like a hundred something shows on there right now. You can go back and watch really old stuff of guys you've never even heard. Like me, I don't. I've never even heard of some of these guys. You know. Or you could watch stuff that happened, you know, I think uh, 200's on there. Built to Last is on there. Stuff that just recently happened was on there. So watch all of it, honestly. Just hit start and just keep streaming hours. They need those hours to be up there. They get paid better that way, everybody. So just turn on your turn on your IWTV, just hit play, and just let it go. How about you, Ed? All the rap shows. Every single rap theme show. Um... Episode ten was a really good show. It had that uh that video that video from like World Star where Cedric Alexander gave the yep. backbreaker to Candice Lurie. Um, Back any Wrestle Rager, I guess, because I like death matches. Watch the one with Glacier because uh, Joe Jello breaks his finger, right? Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, thirty six snaps that thing. Thirty six cryonic chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janela versus Glacier. I I kind of miss Music Link sometimes. Yeah, that place ruled. The Little Caesars, like, we're super close sit, to it, too, man. We could sit right at the bar. Like, I would sit right at the bar in that back spot. When they moved the one bar where it was, you could sit right at the bar and look right in the ring. It was great. Laredo Kid would get lost. <laughs> All right. Um, that's pretty much everything. Any uh, final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go, Pat? Um, you could subscribe to our Patreon and give us money. <laughs> Podvandan.patreon.com. Um, don't be a coward or be a coward. Be, yeah, be a coward. Uh, be a young boy or be a Goldstein. 
There's a bunch of different levels. We put out a shit ton of content. Speaking of content, in an hour and a half, I will be recording content with someone you may know. His name is Filthy Tom Lawler. So there's that. We just did a show on the free feed that you could find on all your podcast uh, downloadable things with Mance Warner. That was that came out today. What else, Ed? Phil Baroni episode. If you haven't heard, that's a good one. What else we got, Ed? Um, like on the what do you Patreon say? Facebook, in Instagram. Oh, I just mean in general. We're just oh, turning out content, baby. All the socials. Probably be on all the socials. And Pat wants me to tell everybody that I I run the Twitter. <laughs> yes. Jonah also would like you to know that. I don't get why it's so important to you guys. To I yep. I kind of want there to be a show Twitter and an Ed Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. Never gonna happen. Yeah, the show. What would the show Twitter would just be? Oh, the show's up now. Yeah, it would be really boring. There'd be no More engagement. True. I think everybody knows it's me. But I, I no, look, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it as like, all right, when I'm tweeting at Pod Van Dam, am I tweeting something for Ed? Or am I tweeting something for Pod Van Dam? I'll get the message across to him. <laughs> yeah, we see him all anyway, so it doesn't matter. Pat's a big vanity searcher. No, I'm not. It just we all follow each other. So if you add him, you know what I mean. I see those tweets in my timeline. I I never vanity. Well, that means somebody didn't tag us. That means it's probably something mean, and I don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, uh, Rover called us Pod Van Dorks one time. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. I like that. Rovert might be the biggest fucking dork. <laughs> I mean, what, what you get what people do, and I think it's like the worst, is when they'll not add somebody, but uh, they'll spell it out, but put an asterisk somewhere so you can't vanity search yourself. Unless you put a like a dash in, which some people do. Well, it depends on like where they put an asterisk, but it's still like. Yeah. Why don't you like just not mention like who it is? Just talk shit, so then nobody can find it. But what if, for example, if they said Pod Van Dam and if they wrote Pod Van D Star M, well, we know who you're fucking talking about. I see that shit all the time, and I'm like, you're. I get it. You don't want people to vanity search it, but you look dumb. Fuck it. <laughs> Any other plugs from you guys? Because they're they're pretty much the same plugs. I got nothing. Um. Nope. That's it. I think we can. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Super didn't hear our voice enough this week. Now they can hear us on your show. That's nice of you. And this will be going up early on the Pod Van Dam Patreon. Oh yeah, you said that. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are on. Sorry, Jonah. You weren't. He's here with us. (laughs) Uh, he was upset he didn't get the invite, but um, which I did have someone ask me like, why isn't Jonah on? I'm like, well. Because when lately we've been doing these three-person panels, they've gone an hour and a half to two hours. I'm like, add a third. I mean, add a fourth person. We got we got shit to do. He's busy cooking healthy food with his wife yeah. or some shit, baking banana bread or some wholesome ass shit like that. Well, Jonah will, will be on eventually, and eventually, I know I want to do. We've talked about for a long time. Me and Ed have talked about doing a crossover episode before all this shit went down. It was supposed to be coming up. Now I think we're gonna push that off for a little while longer, but. See, the key with getting Jonah on is knowing that he can only um, talk for so long because his voice is a fake voice and it hurts his throat and then you'd hear his real voice. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Never thought about that. 
All right. You can find myself at heavyset330, much like you can find this show at Wrestling Cheers. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email, if you so choose, desire Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said before, please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listeners' fine podcast. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, and wrestling with altitude check out our other podcast friends such as let the hate flow through you pod van dam super fantastic podcast road home from wrestling kick out at two wrestling nerds radio network featuring the indie cast and this makes no sense sobros network the co-host wrestling show spotlight series not ready for primetime wrestling at odds with wrestling which you should check out because adam van said check the show out so yeah go go check them out they tell you things to like and not like about Raw and AEW, not Raw, WWE and AEW. is the best. Love at odds. That show rules. And it's Evolution, baby. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thirst Star Jobber, The Savage Dash, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Sickening Pictures, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Wrestle Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when we all know the Boogeyman wrestled for JCW. You fucking took those clowns' money. That's <laughs> awesome. Later. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And there's always what you can You're the way you can say Rules are all the same You're the way you can God damn it, now I'm thinking about smoking Jay's barbecue.